listening to SFP Now. to another exciting episode of SFP Now, uh, the review show uh, with my with my co-host Matt and our special hey. guest host this week, um, Jeff Burns. Hi. Uh, yeah. So um, I've been I've been sort of like uh, taking advantage of some downtime recently, playing some video games. I've been playing a bit of Rocket League and getting my ass hounded to me by the uh, by, by the other Rocket League players. Usually because I'm given, you know, really rubbish teammates that don't know how to defend. <laughs> it's definitely all their fault. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of kind of half and half, but when when it's their fault, it really is their fault. <laughs> um, so, in order to sort of take out my frustrations a little bit, I've also been playing uh, WWE, you know, two K Sports WWE Wrestling. Oh, the new one that just came out? Um, no, so I've got the twenty twenty two version because it's cheaper. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I played that one last year. Yeah. So I basically got that one. I'm going to get the new one at some point, but I got that one. Built my own wrestler, and he's he, he's lifted the Intercontinental belt and um, and all that in solo solo game mode. I've pretty much finished the story mode. And, and all the missions on it so um so i've just been having fun with it nice uh, so what have you been up to um yeah oh me uh well as so if, if people haven't don't know I, I do super geeked up geeky improv show uh we do it wednesday nights 10 p.m eastern uh over at supergeekedup.com and uh, we just had our season finale actually though marks was on our season finale um, yeah. and that was fun so we're gonna take a couple weeks off and then we'll, we'll start up again soon but you can watch all the past episodes there uh I've been watching a bunch of TV. There's actually a lot of shows out now that I'm enjoying, some of which we'll talk about today. And uh, I've also been playing video games, Ian. Uh, been playing a lot of Fortnite and uh, been doing some of the new uh, Harry Potter um, Hogwarts Legacy game as well. All right. Yeah. Wizard shit. Hmm? Wizard shit. Wizard shit. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what they say in the game, actually. Let's do wizard shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, Fortnite's a game. I've never really played it. I think you got to build stuff and 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 shoot people, right? That's basically. Uh, it's a battle royale game. So there's a hundred people, and you're trying to be the last one standing by eliminating them by using different weapons. And and there's a there's a storm cloud that keeps pushing people to the center. So you have to like you can't avoid people all the time. Uh, there's different teams. You can play duos or teams though, or solo. There is actually a, a build mode and a no build mode, so you can build walls and houses and stuff, or you can just shoot people. Uh, yeah, there's different modes now. Yeah, cool. but they have all different characters. I never thought I would like it, but I love it. And uh, and they they've paired they've partnered with like everything imaginable. So like there's Marvel characters, DC characters, Ma Mandalorian, Star Wars characters. It, yeah, wasn't Thanos there at one point? Yes. I think Thanos was there at one point, but they have a lot. I actually have some of the Marvel ones because once they've uh, some of the, like I have Rogue and Psylocke and Gambit and 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 uh, Blade and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, Rocket League, one of my cars is Kit. Oh, I didn't know they did that. That's cool. I would yeah. love that Kit. <laughs> You've also got the. You can also have the Back to the Future car, the DeLorean. The DeLorean. You know, and and, um, and a few other things. So that you know, Rocket League's got a few partnerships as well. But you do you do have to buy them. 
you know that's where that's where you have to you know you've had to buy them or win them in tournaments and stuff oh yeah no i even though fortnite's free i spend way too much money buying all these these skins character skins <laughs> but you know what a few months ago fortnite and rocket league partnered up uh, fortnite had rocket league cars in their game for a little while nice yeah. all right cool okay max what have you been up to well, uh, our anthology Tales of Monstrosity, Monsters, Myths, and um, Miscreants has uh, went to pre-order. Jeff was one of the authors on that. Yeah. And uh, you can find that over at books2read.com, Tales of Monstrosity. And, uh, mm-hmm. Or go to capitcrossing.com. It's on the front page of that. So uh, hope people check it out. I think we're on most of the stores. It's it's slowly kind of rolling out, you know, after, the, after we launched a couple of days ago. Um, and, uh, and doing Kickstarter fulfillment, the last bits of digital awards and everything for all our backers, awesome backers help make the book possible. Cool. Um, then I've been, uh, doing some actual play, you know, role-playing game stuff, tabletop role-playing game. So I continued on doing Get Charlotte, which is from Dream Slayer Studios. That's like, uh, it's, it uses the Everyday Heroes RPG system. It's a a modern version of 5e and which is like what D&D uses right now. And um, and I play, I was I play tested Everyday Heroes when it came out. So did Jeff, and uh, so it was cool to actually play it for realsies. <laughs> and it's in a Tarantino type universe, uh, Tarantino Robert Riga's kind of universe. Uh, there's there are even guest star appearances from the different characters. So mm, uh, nice, yeah. Mm. Play this ex-Russian boxer who's a, who's a bodyguard for Criminal, and and I called the Hammer. Do you do a Russian accent? Uh, ah, every no. once in a while I slip into it, and uh, then uh, <laughs> at one point which is, I was like, which is cool. "At one point I was like, uh, what was I saying?" Um, uh, I don't remember. I said nine, and I, oh wait, a minute. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. So you know, I'm not doing a great job on the on the accent, but it's okay. You need to channel uh, from Arrow. What Anatoly is that his name? Is that his oh name? yeah, oh yeah. I should just do that. I need to watch an episode of him and then just channel that. And, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's been a lot of fun. Oh, I use a sledgehammer too to fight people, you know, because that's what people do. Although I kind of wish I had a gun. <laughs> but uh anyway, get Charlotte, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, another game, uh Risky Rishi Business, Star Wars 5e, which Jeff has been. He's been in longer than me. And uh, you know, we just did a session of that not too long ago. It's every Thursday. So I see in the notes. Wait, was that really session 15? No, that was that was two weeks ago. Yeah. So it's like I think 17 was the last one we did. Oh no, I, I didn't think we had done that many. Geez, wow, I've been doing this longer than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, and, I, and that I play a droid. That's was raised by Mandalorians, so I I modify my armor to look like Mandalorians, and I'm I, I do Mandalorian speak all the time. And basically, say this is the way. That's, yes, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, he does say that a lot. And my character, who's a a monk, Twi'lek monk, who's kind of naive about the world, just doesn't understand what he's talking about at all. Yeah, those those Twi'leks are mad. No, my Twi'leks really cool, man. What are you talking about? Twi'leks are awesome. Who doesn't like Twi'leks? They're crazy. What? <laughs> What Twi'lek is crazy in the Star Wars universe? Not Twi'lek, well, not Tweaker or whatever. What, what are you thinking about? You know, the, the one the one that um, was in that Prison Break episode of Mandalorian where they go to the, go to the prison. Was that a Twi'lek? Yeah, to go to the prison ship. All right, so you may... Th- <laughs> Most people think about the Dancing Girl ones, but... Uh... But there are, yes, there are. I mean, uh, Bib Fortuna was also a Twi'lek, uh, Jabba's right hand man, I think. Yeah, yeah, didn't he get killed? Then Baba, yeah, Baba he got killed, right? Got Baba killed Baba. at the end of the day, yeah. He took, I think he took over until, oh, in the Mandalorian, you mean he got, yeah, the Mandalorian, yeah, Baba, yeah. Baba, Baba right, yeah. Fett's off, 
Uh, oh, and one last thing I've been doing. I do Buffy Watch. On uh, it's a rewatch of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Urban Fantasy uh, track, uh, Dragon Con Urban Fantasy track on YouTube, and we just did season six. That's why I'm a little behind on some of the shows this week because I had to watch 22 episodes of Buffy <laughs> and get caught up. So, but that's what I've been up to. So, uh, and let's talk about something, uh, guys, that we forgot to talk about last time and the time before. And the time, no, the last time was when the finale would have been discussed. I think. Uh, but yeah, I think we did forget before it too for another episode. Anyway, Last of Us and uh, the, the final episode, When We Are In Need. What did you think of it, Ian? I, I thought it was okay. It was a bit short though. You know, it, it just seemed to go really quickly. Not, I don't think it was any shorter than the other episodes, but it just seemed to go real fast. It did feel like that, right? It did feel like it just zoomed by, um, which from my understanding, I haven't played the game, but the, the ending's pretty close to the game from what I've heard, So, which was a controversial ending of the first game. And controversial for the first season of the show, too. Wait, are you saying that? Because I haven't seen it. You're saying they did the ending of the game? They were faithful or no? It's pretty yeah, close to the end. Uh, they've been fairly faithful to the to the game throughout, actually, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. I've only, I, I played a little bit of the game when it first came out. Oh, yeah. It's pretty darn close uh, to all the story beats and stuff. They just added some bits here and there and, and fleshed out some stuff. And a lot less, you know, gameplay, of course. They're not actually sneaking around <laughs> as much. Um, but yeah, but it was great. It was a little shocky and a little bit like I could see why you think like Joel's decision could be, you know, go either way. And that's, you know, did he make the right choice or not? Kind of deal. He definitely could go either way. I mean, you know, so like, uh, you know, he, go, he goes in there to rescue her and get her away from that place and and, and shoot some more like a, like a right old psycho. <laughs> <laughs> he does. So... But uh, they said that, and they, and they did. They really worked on building that up where that choice had to be made, and we can understand why he made the choice he made. So, Because it's real easy, you know, to sacrifice. Maybe that's easy, but it's easier to sacrifice yourself for a cause, but it's a lot harder to sacrifice somebody else for some cause. Mm-hmm. So, and to stand by and let that happen. And they kind of set it up that, you know, he's kind of got an emotional attachment to it, to Angie now, hasn't he, really? Because it's like... Uh because he lost his daughter um she's mm-hmm. kind of like opened him up and he's, he's become sort of like kind of emotionally attached to her in, in a way that you know he thinks of himself as sort of like well he, he doesn't think of himself as that father figure but he's sort of become that father figure for her mm-hmm. and, yeah i think and, they did a good job those, those feelings yeah i think they did a good job doing that because they don't like each other first but it they, built... they, they hated each other yeah. <laughs> they get along very well um but uh yeah it was a great is it a really cool journey it's very different than walking dead um and uh i thought it was really good uh my wife julie doesn't usually like she doesn't like walking dead she doesn't usually like post-apocalyptic stuff but she she didn't watch every single episode but the one she watched like episode three that was so popular or uh the critics loved you know she really enjoyed that episode and a lot of the other episodes and so yeah i mean the uh i i i'm i'm on the same page as junior there i i hated walking dead i got through the first <laughs> season then got halfway about about third way through the second season and gave up yeah i like i mean i don't know i have a love-hate relationship with walking dead i like I, if i get bored enough or people are talking about enough i'll check it out oh come on it's up. like downton happy with zombies <laughs> That's all it is, you know. It just uh, everyone speaking in, a, in an American accent, but you know, 
you ever notice how Downton Abbey it's all, all really dull and then something happens about five minutes before it ends? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's dragged out a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And the characters are very flawed. The reason why Julie doesn't like it is the characters are pretty flawed sometimes. And the reason why I didn't, besides it being dragged out, some of the deaths that happen later or some of the main characters just too dark for me. I just, I don't want to be like, you know, it's a little too rough sometimes. <laughs> so um but i i think the last of us everything i felt like was made sense it was great writing great dialogue they did a lot of great stuff with simple um you know what could have been simple moments and um i'm very impressed by the show overall and and whenever they do it big when there's zombies or there's versions of zombies happen or stuff they do it really big and it's like crazy like these zombies are way way scarier than the zombies in walking dead mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to mess with a clicker and, yeah i wouldn't want to mess with a clicker you know no, a bloater it's not my gene with the remote control you just want to mess with him. <laughs> all right um so, out of 10 out, out of 10 if we was to mark it out of 10 sum it up i, I think it's you know at least 9.5 if not 10 it's about as good as it gets i think i mean you may not like the ending or may not think they made the right choice but i think even if you don't think it's the right choice you understand why why it was made I, i'm gonna go 9.5 because um i'm kind of hoping that uh season two episode one will we'll up the ante a little bit more yeah so I, i'm gonna give it 9.5 so it's got a bit of growing room well it sounds like we got two new seasons in the works that's that two and three are gonna like the second game is gonna be basically season two and three so. yeah is season three gonna be cross-platform you know on xbox playstation and all that <laughs> yeah it totally <laughs> you'll just be on your your keypad going why won't they move i don't understand this game <laughs> I'm just fed up playing Call of Duty and getting teabagged all the time. That's that's all I'm fed up with. So are you saying they've already renewed it for two seasons? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and is that but is that going to be it? Three seasons and they're done? I don't know. I think I so. Know. Yeah. Because there's only two games. Yeah, probably. But you know, I guess maybe I don't know. We'll see if it's big enough. I'm sure HBO want to make a you know a spinoff. I don't know if they want to be interested or not. But you never know. Um, but I, but I, I like the show it's pretty good so uh, Craig it's funny Craig Mazin who's the co-showrunner you know the other guy is the guy who made the video game um, you know he's someone I listen to all the time on podcasts on script notes with Jeff August and uh, I really never could remember like what stuff he's worked on but now I'm like oh yeah you're pretty cool <laughs> you, do, you did a great job on this good job <laughs> I think this was a good video game to try to adapt to it was made to be kind of a turned into a series or a movie at least more yeah, so than like super mario brothers or something that's a little more i think they did a better job of it and then they did an, an, an uncharted although i quite like the uncharted movie it just didn't me too really, it didn't really seem as faithful to the game for me i think you know i didn't really like uh, the choice of mark Wahlberg as sully you went nathan Fillion. Mm, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just fine with I was fine with Nathan Drake character. I just wasn't happy with with the casting of Matt Wahlberg uh -huh. in it. I was I, I was very pleasantly surprised by that movie. Like I loved it, The Uncharted. It was way better than I expected. Yeah, I mean, I hope they make a sequel. I'm, I'm hoping to make a sequel as well because I I quite enjoyed it. I, I just I just wasn't too 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 impressed with Matt Wahlberg. I've got I've got a thing against Matt Wahlberg because he's in everything at the moment, and it's just like do my head in. Really, I actually don't feel he's in a ton. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's too much. What's the end so far? He was in that priest father stew or something that no, I felt like no one really saw a few months ago, right? <laughs> I don't know what else he's been in, actually. Well, maybe, maybe he's in Ian's dreams. That's why. Yeah, he I think it is. He dreams uh, about him. He's supposedly going to be playing the uh, six million dollar man in the six billion dollar man. The the. Uh, the movie remake that. Did oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see him as that. Yeah, sure. Well, that's something like. Is Lee Majors alive? 
or no? Did he pass away? Yeah, he's still alive. He manages. I got to do a cameo then. Mm-hmm. Is the Dianic woman alive? Ooh, I don't know. I can't think of the actress. Wagner, yeah. What is it? Lindsay Wagner. Oh, okay. Lindsay Wagner. Right. They could both be in it. Did you guys ever watch the Bionic Woman TV show? The new reboot? One? Reboot? I did. It yeah. only lasted like half a season. It wasn't that good, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I got to yeah. see some of the scenes in Vancouver where they were filming. They were at oh. film school. Yeah, I, I know. I was excited for it. And I think, was it one of the actresses from Merlin? I think was the lead. I don't know. I'm trying to. No, she was long. from EastEnders. She was from, from a soap called EastEnders here in the UK. And uh, she uh, had a guest role in, in, in Doctor Who. And then she went off and did the Bionic Woman. Hmm. And it had. Um, she might Kitty have had a Sackoff. guest role in Merlin at some point. They got Kitty Sackoff in there, right? Is there? It did. Yeah. Okay. So Michelle Ryan is the actress I'm thinking about. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff, of course, is also a big part of the season of Mandalorian, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on to Star Trek Picard and the episode Dominion. Dominion. Yep. <laughs> this is, oh, wait, does it have to do with the Dominion from DS9? How could you, how'd you know? <laughs> well, all the time, well they, I don't know. They, they probably just changed that whole thing up and effed it up. <laughs> I they're swear the, on this. They're, they're the effing founders now. <laughs> right. That's what Picard calls them. Ah, can you swear on this or no? Ah, the fucking founders. Okay, I guess we can. I've just built the scene into you. <laughs> um, so, uh, Picard, uh, do you want me to go first or Ian? I know you haven't. Well, actually, before we do that, Jeff, did you have you seen any of this Picard season? I saw the first two episodes. So why don't we talk? Why don't you start off what your impressions were of that, and then we'll yeah. go. By the way, I don't give a shit if you spoil it. Uh, okay, I know. But you're, you're not a fan, right? I'm one of the few people who is not a big fan of this show. Um, so you know what? First off, the actually my favorite season is actually season one of this show. Uh, and I'm not saying I loved it, but I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, one problem with the show is I feel like this show has no thematic continuity in terms of every season. It feels like they just did something completely different and they don't know what the hell they're doing overall. Right. Like season two was completely different than one back in the, back in the past. Right. And I don't even know if that, what was the point of that really? Uh, except I guess to get Q in and Picard's history. And then season three, they're just like, ah, oh, let's just bring in all the, bring in everybody else and we'll make everyone happy by throwing all the, the old TNG in, right? Like, so one of my problems is like, I don't, I don't get it. Like what, I feel like there's, I don't know, like whoever's running the whole thing. And I, I think you might've said they changed showrunners. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, this season's this a different showrunner, right? But yeah. like, it feels like they need a, I don't know, like a better guiding force from the beginning, I felt like. But my bigger issue is, um, I mean, first off, the special effects are, of course, amazing. Like all these Star Trek shows are like, they're, they're like movies now, right? Like a lot of these shows, not just Star Trek, but a lot of these streaming shows, they mm-hmm. put so much money into them. They're like freaking feature films. They look that good. Like The Mandalorian, like Star Trek, mm-hmm. uh, Picard and Stranger Worlds. And Stranger Worlds, by the way, I love. That's the one Star Trek I do love. I'm not ragging on Star Trek. I've loved Star Trek since I was a kid. Um, but well, I don't know. I, I, agree with you. I agree with you on Stranger New Worlds. I, I absolutely oh, yeah. love that's, that. That's their flagship right, right now. <clears throat> and I already got a third season renewal and the second season even not even out. Yeah, good. <laughs> Although I just heard the second season comes out in June, which is more earlier than I thought. So it's good. Anyway, back to I would, I would like to see them have more episodes per season for Strange New Worlds. I think that's one. Yes. Have a few I more think, episodes. I think they've also renewed Strange New Worlds for, for season three as well. Yeah. That's yeah. I just mentioned that, which is great. Anyway, I don't know. I feel like with Picard, like, so I love Next Generation and I felt the way Next Generation ended with all good things that the final episode um, was the perfect ending for that show. Like, and and again, I know the future we saw in that was not, was a potential future. It doesn't necessarily what's going to happen, but like, it all made sense to me. It all felt like um, truth, honest to the characters, truthful to those characters, right? 
Um, and I feel this, again, I haven't seen all of it, of course, right? But from what I saw, it this does not really feel that way. Um, and and I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Beverly going 20 years not talking to Jean-Luc Picard. That makes no fucking sense to me. Like, why would I ever want to see that? Uh, just like I don't want to see Han and Leia having a terrible marriage in Star Wars. That's another, yeah. like, I feel like they feel like, and I think we, we talked, I don't know, the other day, Marks, about how you said like Patrick Stewart wanted to do, and I read this too, he wanted to do something completely different for this. But okay, that's fine. As an actor, I can understand that. Um, but as a viewer of who's loved the show, that's not what I want to see. Like, <laughs> I just have no interest in that. Mm -hmm. um, and my, I'll let you guys go now, but my overall thing is that too many shows, I feel like they, they want to bring every show back, right? They want to either reboot or just continue all these old shows. And a lot of people argue with me. They're like saying, yes, I want as much Star Wars as possible, as much Star Trek, the more, the better. There's so much stories. Why wouldn't you not that you're, you're, you're weird, Jeff, what's wrong with you? I'm like, but that's, but I'm a storyteller too. And I don't feel like that's not how storytelling in my mind is supposed to work. There is a set story you tell, and then you are done. And then you move on to something else. And I feel like next gen was done. Like that was great and complete. And I didn't need to see it 30 years later. Like, I don't know. That's just my, my opinion. And a lot of Star Wars too. A lot of that, I wish the sequel, I don't think the sequels never have to happen. I think a lot of the Star Wars shows don't have to happen. But again, I'm kind of different than a lot of people in that regard. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I do think season one was better than season two. I thought season two dragged and there was a little bit of, I don't know, the, the, the writing was so-so in, yeah. in places. And season two, the killed off Q, and thought, well, he didn't, he didn't actually die, but yeah, he's dying. He's supposed to be omnipotent. He's supposed to be unkingable. Like, what, what's the point? What was the point of that? Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking maybe next season they would talk about why. Like, maybe there's something that's killing him off. Uh, they got a really cool comic book thing happening right now, which I know that's not canon, but uh, where Cisco returns, that's something I would like yeah, to see. Him. Yeah, and, and he, there's like yeah, returns from the prophets. Yeah, yeah. he's on a mission to stop whatever is killing. There's like a god killer that's killing well, off. The, uh, oh, how far are you into it, Max? You've read, read the whole thing, or I haven't read any of it, I've just read about it. <laughs> well, basically, what it is is a king s. The, the clone of King S, um, oh, the Klingon, has yeah. bought into his own press and he started kinging all the gods. Ah. So, so he's, oh, it's Kalos doing it? Jeez. Yeah, it's King S that's doing it. He, he kind of went to this uh, Klingon scientist, geezer, who, um, who who modified one of the uh, Bajoran orbs, you know, so so he could kill the gods with, mm. with this uh, frequency that he, he got from the Bajoran orbs. See, Worf, Worf shouldn't have supported Kalas all those years ago. And, and the, <laughs> well, basically, that's 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 another thing. Worf was Worf was working with Cisco. Cisco was going to kill KS, but because because Worf's sons joined KS, Worf can't let Cisco kill KS because he wants to get his son back. Oh, Alexander's working with Kalas. So now Worf. Oh my God! And and now Worf's sort of like captaining the Defiant. Uh, with Mr. Spock as he's a science officer and ambassador, and he's got Mr. Uh, Spock. Yeah, and, <laughs> what? and he's, he's got Bingana Torres as his engineer. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Mr. Spock's dead. Spock is dead. What are you talking about? It's no, probably, no, probably it's, before then. It's set shortly after after DS Nine. So it's, you know, it's, so in the timeline, it's shortly after DS Nine. So he's, he's no, like, but Spock. Oh wait. <laughs> He dies is, after insurrection and stuff. So there's some, that's right. There's some oh, this there. is just this is a little bit before that. Obviously, I understand. Yeah. I thought it was in like Picard era. You're talking about no, no. no it's, it's, it's 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 in it's in the it's about twenty years before. Spock is the first officer to Cisco. To, no, to 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 off. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah, the comic book's a little strange, but they're kind of they're fun. But uh, yeah, I don't think it would fly in live action. Anyway, so sorry. You guys can know, talk about why you okay. Why you let's get back to Picard. Three. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but I do enjoy season three overall. It is a little darker, although I, I have to keep in mind like Nemesis, Insurrection and stuff. It actually is not that far off from their tone and, and visual look. Um, so so that helps bridge it, I guess, a little bit. I'm not thrilled about Beverly Crusher. That's the one big thing I, I'm not thrilled about. I'm really, really hoping there's going to be something there that's going to like explain it a little bit better than, than that. Well, there's a theory going around about Jack. You know, Jack's got these psychic powers and he's mm-hmm. hearing voices and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And Dominion, we finally see that. Yeah. Full, theory full going on. around is that he's he, he, he's carrying he's carrying a power wraith with him. Yeah, that's, that's um, because it's the same when his eyes light up red and mm-hmm. he used his name for the power wraiths. So, what one of the theories is that he's carrying a power wraith with him. Another theory is that it's the uh, female caretaker from Voyager that that's uh. being carried with him. Um, well, I, I, Paul Wraith would make more sense because they're pulling a lot of DS nines. They're pulling a lot of Voyager stuff too. We got a we got a new Voyager crew member who appeared in Dominion uh, with uh, Tuvok. Tuvok. That's cool. Well, Tuvok sort of, sort of Tuvok. Was it two two Vix or whatever the Neelix Tuvok comp- no. thing was? <laughs> no, Seven and Nine reached out to Tuvok for help because uh, it's a vast conspiracy. <laughs> but she was able to figure out that that he had been replaced with a changeling. So. So does that mean Tuvok is dead? No, they hinted that he's still alive. Uh, that they haven't captured or something. So, but they're everywhere. They're trying to get Admiral Janeway, but can't these get are to these him. are like a rogue, a rogue changeling thing, different than Odo's changelings. Yes, yeah, so, it's a rogue group split off from the Great Link. Yeah, and they actually explain it more. So Dominion explains at least more about these changelings. Because we find out that uh, what's her name, Valak, Valak, that she, I mean, she's a changeling too, and then we find out that there was a, a few of the changelings were captured during the war by the Federation, and then they were experimented on by, by Section Thirty One. They're trying to turn them into like super spies and the perfect spy, and uh, so they altered their DNA that way that did make them better uh, in a way. But then she escaped. And then anyone she links with, any changeling that accepts the cause or whatever she links with kind of gets inherits her ability to, to be more like a better shapeshifter. Because these changelings are harder to detect than the other changelings. Um, and actually, and that face of, the, of her human form is actually the face of the scientist that would, had been torturing her experiment on her. Wait, is, uh, again, I've only seen the first two. Is Vatic the one who was like in the ship yeah. trying to get the sun? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, why? Uh, maybe that's why she's do because I could not stand that character. The, like when she first appeared, I was like, so bizarre the way maybe because she's been tortured. I don't know. Like, I was like, <laughs> why is she so weird? Well, they're trying and to like, recapture that con feel, right? But it's con. not like con at all. I feel like it's just like, I don't take this woman seriously at all. Like, she's a <laughs> goofball. Like, <laughs> you know, she's General Chang's daughter. General who? Gen- General Chang from, uh, from Star Trek 6. Oh, yeah. There's been villains that have been like her in Star Trek before uh it's not unheard of yeah the, it's based, basing it's amanda plumber it's christopher plumber's daughter that plays her. yeah oh really mm-hmm. oh i see interesting um so so this season i like better i like that i like what they've done with wharf i like what they've done and wharf and raffi i like that what they've done with seven and nine a lot i like what they've done with Riker in general I mean, it's a little sad with you know one of her children dying and stuff but we, we covered that in last season too and and it's he's still got the same personality overall and it was interesting seeing him and picard kind of butt heads in command um, I like how they're doing Jordy in general and, and his two daughters and, uh, um, and, and Jack, I just don't like how Beverly Crusher, that, that, that was one thing that turned me off was the, why would you not, never tell him about like, especially since she knew, I know Picard was always like, Oh, I don't know if I like kids, you know, stuff. 
but she was there whenever he lost his brother. He's the last of his line. He was very, you know, upset about that. That, that there'll be yeah. never, no more Picards. Uh, so I, you know, the 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 kid, the no, the like not liking kid thing. I feel was early next gen. I don't feel that was the by the end of next gen. No, that was I think really where he was at. Wesley kind of warmed him up to the idea yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I by just, the way, so because he he doesn't she he finds out like I think in episode two, right? That's his it's his son that she never told him about, right? Just for me, that means they had like basically what amounts to a one night stand, and then see you later. Won't talk to you in twenty years. Like what? <laughs> well, they apparently got together. Well, they've hinted that they've had sex before and stuff, an off and on relationship, and they apparently but got together. Not, uh, not in next gen. They didn't. Um, well, do, do that, um, that I feel that time when they were, were minds were linked. That was very clearly established. I feel that they had not. Um, well, based on the he's about based on the timeline, it has to happen after next gen, right? Based on how old the kid is. Well, anyway. yeah, yeah, would have had to. Yeah, I mean, I believe they could have hooked up after that. Ten years after. Sure. Yeah, but it it sucks that, you know, she didn't keep in touch with anybody. I'm hoping that there's a little bit more to that. Um, She's given no explanation so far for that? No, she did. She she said that, A, because he didn't like kids, and B, the bigger reason... The, big, the, the bigger reason is because he was getting there was assassination attempts left and right on Picard and by different enemies, and she was afraid that he, that her kid, the child of Picard, Admiral Picard, would be in danger constantly from enemies. But I still don't think that makes sense. This is, this is but, writers writers drive me crazy. When they, yeah. they they just they have they just manufacture goofy reasons to, to explain their story. But you know, I, I'm you know I I wouldn't be surprised if she's like a changeling and doesn't even know it, and you know, deep undercover and. You know, I, I don't know because there's because when he hears voices like "Come find me," it's like it's Beverly's voice, and which is kind of weird. So wait, are you saying perhaps she was a changeling for many a long time? And he had sex with a changeling. No, no, <laughs> but maybe like after she gave birth, because ah. there's there's a whole plot around Jack. We don't know exactly why or what. It's whatever is inside of him, which apparently mm-hmm. they've hinted to in Dominion. That Picard's treat, you know, illness. Yeah, that's not actually that. It's something different. And uh, and that's and that is part of what happened to Jack. One thing, one far out theory that I thought would be interesting is remember the episode with the aliens from the micro dimension, liquid dimension. I don't know what the heck it was. They were abducting people and experimenting on them and stuff. And oh, then the one where, where they're all they're all frightened frightened to go to sleep because of the uh yeah it's like an alien abduction episode and yeah you mean where it was Picard and like three other aliens in a little room yeah yeah. yeah I think I think they operate they did others I think they were affecting other people too but yeah and they stopped them and cut them off or whatever but it's like well what did, were they doing what's their goal and you know, stuff like that so it'd be interesting if it ties in that like somehow they altered him some way it probably doesn't have anything to do with that it probably is a paw wraith because they're, they're very deep in ds9 stuff right now so but we'll see mm-hmm. i mean you know one one things that you know differentiates these changings from from the ones in the great link is um is is Vadik seems to be very liberal with her phaser uh, when it comes to disciplining members of her crew, which, which is a, a crew made up entirely of changelings, I think, um, because she's shooting other changelings left, right, and center. Now, in Deep Space Nine's continuity, um, any any changing from the Great Link, they had a lot. They had a law that no changeling can harm another, mm-hmm. and. Um, and Dodo, you know, got got his boggarts twisted off for breaking that law, and he was he was made to be solid. 
for 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 a whole season, I think, because he broke that law. Mm-hmm. So, well, these are fanatics of some it's sort. Kind of like, you so know, she's one of these villains who basically you're saying kills her people if they don't perform to her standards. Well, pretty, she's pretty much she's she's offed two, three of her people already. Why? Because they didn't do what she wanted or something, or they didn't perform mm-hmm. well. Because they didn't act quick enough. <laughs> well, yeah, one yeah, of see, them, one of them questioned her authority. They were like, "Oh, I think you're this is the wrong move or whatever," and she shot him and killed him. Oh, that's totally good reason. Uh, <laughs> that that's such a bad i hate that not just star trek that's a bad trope in storytelling it, it is I, it is I, I can't take a villain to, like because who's gonna be who's gonna be loyal to that right. person right yeah no one you're gonna be left with no one <laughs> um yeah i was like ah it's so cartoony villain kind of thing but she's not the boss there's someone else pulling the strings too oh. so yeah which you know maybe it's the paw raves maybe it's something else who knows it might it might might be might be called a cat yeah, i was gonna say maybe it's called a car he's back from the maybe <laughs> but he's been living with the pot rates all this time he died yeah. right or supposedly he, he died supposedly him and cisco dove cisco tackled him off the thing and they went into this fiery oh, hell hole yeah so, but who knows since cisco went to the prophets from there maybe he went to the pot rates oh, although they, the pot rates supposedly were defeated ah uh, he never really defeat <laughs> well, of course all. not because they need that they need to bring everything back in Picard now <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. They're pulling from all sorts of stuff, though. I'm impressed that at least they do. Uh, I don't always like this Kurtzman-led area. You know, I think it's too dark and relying on action and not enough about you know exploration and and science and stuff like that. Um, except for Strange New Worlds, is, I think is straddling that line better. But I have to say that they do, even in lower decks, they really pull deep from the lore and stuff. They do at least do the research. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with this Picard season three, it's Terry Matagas that's been been, been showrunner. Yeah, uh, and he 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 actually worked on Voyager. He was he was an assistant to Brown and Braga, I think, when uh. when he was on Voyager. And uh, Matagas, um, in his own in his own career, he sort of like he, he did he, he he was the guy that made Twelve Monkeys. Oh, that's movie. right, yeah. And and they had one of the actors from Twelve. Actually, two uh, the show Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. And he's uh he's you know quite a few of the actors from Twelve Monkeys have actually turned up in Picard. Yeah, the main the main guy from Twelve Monkeys, if I'm not mistaken, was in it. He was oh. the Fringy, and then the, the the his brother and the Vulcan his brother his Vulcan brother. Yeah, uh, was um was 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 the guy that played uh, that gangster in Arrow, but he was also uh, Richard, the guy with all the martial arts, Richard yeah. Dragon. He was also <laughs> oh the, yeah, he's he's in Picard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody yeah, told me that. In Picard, was he playing? He played a Vulcan. A Vulcan gangster. That's right. Somebody Vulcan told me Picard, that. Yeah. So yeah, it was good, and it was nice little nod them being brothers, and then their characters in Twelve Monkeys were you know kind of like brothers, but they fought, end up being together, but then enemies and stuff. So. It's kind of a cool nod to 12 monkeys. <clears throat> well, anyway, we'll see what happens. I'm liking it though better. And I think I like this season the best probably. And when we get data lore, we get, we get, a, we got a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, data lore has some good bits in this one. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the scene where Jordy was trying to reach data mm-hmm. because Laura kind of took over and he was trying to reach data to get data to come back and take over. Well, so wait, data and Laura are in the same body now? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's partition. What yeah. you know, one side's data and the other side's law, yeah. and and both both personalities are fighting each other to take mm-hmm. over of the. 
Yes, yeah. yeah, section 31 and Dr. Soon tried to run him back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it's kind of cool. Uh, I think I'm like, it's like the one thing I really can't stand is the Beverly Crusher being gone for 20 years. I'm really hoping since there's something secret going on with Jack and obviously these bad guys didn't just discover him. I mean, they've known about him from the beginning, whatever their plan is. So they could be manipulating stuff. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe if, if Beverly Crusher, I'm going to call it right now. Beverly Crusher that we see right now is is a changeling that doesn't know she's a changeling. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. <laughs> I, I think she is a changeling because uh, she say, you know, she says in this episode that she's losing her moral compass. And I can't really see uh, the Beverly Crusher that I knew from Star Trek The Next Generation ever losing her moral compass. You wouldn't think so. But, you know, when your kids are involved, it's it's it's, it's high stakes. I'm going to say she's not a changeling because I think it's just going to be stupid. Their explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say she's an augment and she doesn't know. <laughs> Well, man, hey, that could be interesting. I'm going to say she's a clone made by Section 31. I'm going to say she's from a mirror universe. That's a clone of Section 31 in the mirror universe, yeah. <laughs> which is an augment. <laughs> Who's actually a changeling. And, and, and is a hybrid but the, changeling. The changelings in, in the mirror universe are like super sweet and nice. And Oh, no, I, even better. She's like half human, half changing like the T, whatever the T, whatever it was. That where it's like a Terminator, but then it had a skin that was a T-1000. So like her skin is a changeling and she can like split into Oh, yeah, like Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah that we're going we're gonna to do that. Yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> okay, so uh, out of 10 for this episode. Oh, yeah, this is one of the, uh, I, I at least a 9, 9.25, I think. So uh, I'm with you, a 9, because, um, it, you know, I've been told that this episode is best watched with episode 8 from someone I know that's actually seen both episodes um and and he says that the best watch together is that is that next episode yeah okay um, <sighs> yeah so much of the actions happen on the the titan it's it's the ship is so so wild um I, I really hope they make star trek legacy so there's a petition to make star trek legacy that's going to have this guy as a showrunner of it and it will have some of these characters kind of continue on and i, I want to see i want to see a ship captain by captain shaw you know given oh like- god the titan captain yeah he grows on you he grows on what an asshole he grows on you you know this reason for being an asshole actually you know he's basically uh suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome because um he was involved in the battle of wolf 359 lots of people were involved in that battle yeah well you know he hate that's why he hates picard (laughs) yeah similar cisco 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 didn't yeah Cisco didn't continue to hate Picard that was like one one scene and then at the end he was better that pilot (laughs) (laughs) those were better days back whenever everybody got along (laughs) they were better days that was the height of Star Trek in the 90s too you're right well hopefully I would like to see Star Trek Legacy because I love this time period I want to see more of these characters but done more like season three or something you know more like whatever and um I want to see legacy characters come back. You know, why can't we just? Yeah. Why can't we just go into the future and have new characters? Why do? Well, same thing with Star that. Wars. Why do we have to keep? Well, they, but they, but they didn't really, right? Because after after season two, they jettisoned every character except Rafi. They're like, see you later, guys. Who cares? Who oh. cares about all these new characters? Yeah, it's kind of weird. But well, Roth, well, yeah, they got rid of the doctor and uh, and the, the captain. captain and the scientist lady. I really like the captain a lot. I wish they had gotten rid of him. Yeah, Rios, right? He was yeah. part of the best new character. Yeah, 
Um, well, it wasn't working very well. I guess that's why. <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem. I think you, for me, but, you can't just keep relying on these old characters. They do. So, Star Trek Discovery went to thir- was the thirty second century. Yeah, after a couple seasons. Yeah, and they realized, oh, we should have done this in the first place. <laughs> yeah, and and so that's been interesting. I have mixed feelings about mainly because they haven't explored that universe very well. It's just very focused on you know solo mission. Um, but but the, they've announced Star Starfleet Academy. Is in the works and it sounds like that's going to take place in that time it's period. actually finally going to happen yep we got greenlit and announced it's going to happen in what the 31st century or whatever they're in yeah that, well oh. they haven't te- officially said but the announcement that the producers did said something like after a century being closed you know admissions reopened to the starfleet Academy. so it has to be that time period so mm. uh which i'm a little mixed feelings about that but i'll be happy if they could do star trek legacy that's in this time period i'll be good i mean i i Gets you get strange new worlds in the past, legacy in the present, at least how I see it, and then uh, and then Starfleet in the future, and then we have a crossover somehow because that would be great. Of course, you gotta have time travel. <laughs> well, how is Discovery a thousand? Well, okay, sorry, uh, let's say 700 years about in the future, so right, or six, 700 years. How is that ship not the biggest or, or derelict ever? Like, like, why would it be able to compete with ships that are 700 years in the future of it? Because it's got a mushroom drive. Yeah, you get the shrooms, man. So that also means magic. It, that gives it a magical shields, magical weapons, and everything. <laughs> yeah, well, mushrooms are pretty heavy stuff, man. See, this is uh, so <laughs> no. silly. So in the future, an event has happened at some point that w- wiped out ability to warp anywhere. Like if you so try, it kind of go- was like a, it was a post-apocalyptic type thing. Yeah. So if you try to go warp, you blow up. So them popping in and they have a way to travel that's not warp, that's a huge advantage. And the first ship, they can really travel fast to different planets. So everybody got segmentized because of that. And that and that slowed down progression of tech and stuff. I mean, they're, they're more powerful than Discovery. Discovery had to get upgraded because they have this crazy nanotech, uh, you know, liquid matter, whatever abilities. But uh, but that was a big advantage for them is that they could travel anywhere really fast and nobody else could. And a lot of it's about trying to rebuild the Federation and trying to mm-hmm. figure out what happened. Da, da, da. So I really feel like the show finally found its footing when that happened. Like it was like, thank you. Like, get away from the past. You're screwing it all up. I'm here and do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they should sort of like quit with the mystery box things and just go back to doing, you know, like, like Stranger Worlds. Worlds. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Well, Discovery's ending. It's only got one more season. So, you know, hopefully, I'm sure they'll do whatever works. So, Strange New Worlds is super popular. They're going to start, you know, moving in that direction. So, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> All right. So, we talked way too long. Yeah, Picard. that was this became like the Star Trek uh, show. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, now we're yeah. going to change that completely and go on Superman and Lois. Um, we've had three episodes that have aired. We've had a uh, closer uncontrollable forces and in cold blood. And um, and basically, Superman's um, and and Lois said they're, they're investigating a scientist called Manheim. Somebody called Manheim. Is it Manheim, Max? Manheim. Manheim. You mean the cr- crime intergang bad guy, right? Yeah, he's like this criminal mastermind bad guy, and uh, and and somehow he's kind of a uh, be being able to sort of like create super super criminals which are going up against superman and uh 
are pretty much Superman's equal in strength and and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Intergain's always an interesting threat that pops in Superman, usually tied to Dark Side somehow. Um, mm -hmm. Don't know if they'll go there with this this time around, but I'm uh, curious to see where they go with it. And uh, do not spoil it if you've seen or know. But the crazy faced whatever person in Episode One was pretty wild. So I'm curious yeah, to learn I, more about I that. I like that crazy faced person. <laughs> I, still, I still don't. I don't. I still don't understand it or get what it is or who it is. <laughs> okay, they haven't really explained it yet, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, it's cool but the yeah. first time they showed it i was just like what what, what what's happening now i feel like i'm in a cthulhu universe suddenly or something <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's kind of like um it's a bit of a slow burn this season really so far because not much not very much has happened uh they, yeah i usually are on that show um so you know it's um it's it's an intriguing story it's intriguing me enough to stick with it but at the moment it's probably only 7.5 out of 10 for me gosh i'd give it well i've only seen the first episode based on the first episode i give it like 8.5 because i love how they handle lois and superman and their relationship and their dynamic i think they do it really well and and with their kids um uh, less so with lana divorce and, and her daughter yeah it's kind of weird stuff uh, or not weird but it's not handled it's a little a little weirder to me uh, a little more clumsy Marked it down a little bit so i don't i don't not really too keen on the new new actor that to replace the the yeah the other guy for jonathan um he's, he's not really resonating with me at all yeah i only seen the first episode so it wasn't enough to really get it he kind of has similar mannerisms and stuff so that's kind of good i guess for continuity but uh i mean that's something they can't control the actor wanted to leave you know um so yeah i'd killed him off i, I would have just killed the character <laughs> off that's pretty dark <laughs> it's like you got a backup kid what are you worried about <laughs> yeah well, he wasn't he was like the inferior kid anyway yeah you know, he's he's he, the weak one just get rid of him kill him <laughs> <laughs> well he might grow into it we'll see he, he looks a little bit more like clark actually i think um so maybe he'll grow into it we'll see well you know, it's um, there's something going on with Lois. Um, you you are you've actually you actually guessed it in 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 our conversation prior to mm -hmm. this. Uh, Lois has basically uh gotten breast cancer, mm -hmm. so that's probably gonna you know so sort of be quite dominant throughout the season because of the because of how how it will impact the the relationships in the family. Yeah. Um, but I'm just wondering if if there's a a supernatural or or some sort of like explanation for for her uh, her getting the cancer. Mm, probably not. It'll probably just be because you know people get cancer. Um, but there might be something that fixes it. Who knows? Maybe she'll get become Superwoman. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Superman will take her and fly her into the sun. Yeah, well that that will end the pain really fast. <laughs> and become super immune to it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with it. So um, that's the strength of this show, though, to me, is the family dynamic and that relationship. Um, that's what I like a lot. I like this Superman. I like this lighter, you know, more moral Superman than we got in the Snyderverse version, at least. We did, we did get a reveal in the last episode. Um, oh, basically, the reveal is in the episode title of oh. the episode. Um, as in, we, we basically found out how how, how Mainheim was, uh, was, was doing what he's been doing. Mm, interesting. Well, I'm curious to see where they go with it. I know Lex Luthor is going to be in it at some point because they talked about it. So, yeah, who's playing him this time? Um, it's that one actor. Is so it they, actor uh, from... They're using John Cryer from uh, Supergirl. No, no, I think it's the actor from Walking Dead. That the guy that was real big and had that mustache. I can't remember his name. 
Um, and Brown can uh, his name too. But uh, he's a different kind of Lex Luthor, from what I've heard, at least. Um, I'm curious to see where where that goes. It's uh, Michael Kudlitz. Um, maybe you know who that is. Mm, I mean, if I saw the saw him, I'm sure I would picture him. But the name isn't ringing any bells. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, there there you go. Oh yes, I do know him. I know him. There you go. Ah, so he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna look like a member of ZZ Top. <laughs> His beard isn't that big. <laughs> Not that big. I don't know. I know he might cut his beard off. It looks like I don't know if they shave his head. A picture. Oh, I see what you're looking at now with the beard. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's probably I'm him looking, in prison. That's his. Uh, yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. He'll make it be interesting version. They're on a different Earth. That's why they can do a different Lex Luthor if they want to. All that jazz. So. Wait a minute. Are you saying after this is after a crisis on Infinite Earth? They went to a different Earth because they were in the same Earth. Yeah. Well, you learn on the show in season two that this is a different Earth and this is a different Superman and Lois. Oh, this is not the Superman and Lois we knew. No. I give up. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why the Arrowverse crashed, I believe, because yeah. that, that oh, it killed it. Everything. It killed it. Yeah, it killed it's like, it. And I can't even, I can't bring myself to watch Gotham Knights. Like, there's the trailers, like, oh, God, this looks like a train wreck. Oh, we talked <laughs> about that in a past episode. Yeah, we, so. Did you I, watch it? I watched first the first episode. episode. And it was kind of meh. Yeah, it's mm. okay. All right, good. Well, not good, <laughs> but okay. Okay, so now we're on a Quantum Leap, which is Jeff's favorite show. Um, the last in the whole world, it's not favorite. my absolute favorite, but I'm very much enjoying it. Yes, <laughs> it's favorite funny. by the quantum leap. <laughs> <over> the <others. laughs> um, but the last episode was Fred Skies. And I believe you're not, you, you, you're about two episodes behind me, Jeff. So, um, yes, you need off on this. Um, maybe recap the storyline. Um, well, the whole storyline of quantum leap. Well, so it's about what I love about this show, I feel like Quantum Leap is the way to do like a reboot correctly. Mm-hmm. That they're ta- they're not completely starting from scratch. They're honoring all the timeline that existed with S- uh, Sam Beckett and Al and the old Quantum Leap project, and they're just new people restarting that project, and all that still exists, right? And and I think that's really cool. And they're even tying a little bit of things in with like with Al's daughter and other things from that. Um, but this one's about Ben Soong, uh, the new guy who's like the head scientist of the project and, and a whole new crew. And, and, but what I, I love it because it's, he's very, I think like a, like a Sam Beckett type character. He's a really good guy. He wants to help people. He's willing to sacrifice his own needs to help them. Um, he's just very likable, man. Like you, I root for him every time. And, um, and, and they got like a, you know, a broader thing going on about why, cause why did he, this happens really early in the show, the first episode folks. So I'm not really spoiling anything. Why did he leap early um, when no, when his team didn't expect it? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, what was his plan? Cause he, cause when you go in quantum leap, you forget a lot of stuff. Your memory goes away. He doesn't even know why. So that's interesting. There's like a leaper X, like a, an alternate leaper. They don't really know much about. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on, right. That we're trying to figure out. Um, I'll say there's probably, as I was reading the episodes, uh, I think maybe the three that stood out for me, even though I think almost all of them are, are well done, were the um, the one where he is the uh, female bounty hunter, which is early on in the season. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think, what's his name? Justin Hartley, I think. Uh, the guy who played Green Arrow in Smallville is actually in that episode and from This Is Us, oh, that cool. actor. Um, and there was the leap die repeat where he is, he's in a time loop trying to start up a nuclear explosion. That was that cool. Was yeah. And then a very recent one, which is called SOS, which is when 
he goes back to 1989. He's on a Battleship War Games, and it's Madison's father, who's played by Brandon Roth, also from the Arrowverse and, and other stuff. Um, and uh, that was a really cool one, too, I thought. But I mean, like I said, almost all of them, I think, have been, you know, either really good or, or pretty good. Like, I don't think there's really been a one I've said, like, oh, this sucked, you know, this episode this season. The difficult one a few weeks ago where he was a, a basketball coach and he was the father of a trans. Yes, that was called Let Them Play. I only know this because I have the IMDb page up. I would not remember all these episode titles otherwise. And <laughs> um, that, that, that was that was quite a good one um, from the point of view of representation. And, and it was quite well handled, I think. And I kind of like the role that Ian played in it. Oh, yes. Because yeah. your, hmm? your name is Ian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's like, great name. What a great character. <laughs> I'm but sure. he, the character is is trans in the show, yes. I, I believe the actor is trans as well. That actor was in uh, Cowboy Bebop. I thought they were great in that show. The thing that actor is, um, he, he, he identifies as sort of like uh, gender diverse, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. I'm not sure exactly how, you know, how he, how he identifies, but he kind of a neither male, female kind of yeah. both. I, I looked that actor up because we mentioned that actor before and I didn't know, uh, at least on the internet, it says trans, like non-binary. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, the uh, the last two episodes, the ones that you missed, uh, the, the, the one brings back... Wait, are we going to get spoilers here or no? I'm going to I'm gonna sort of like try and keep it as little as possible. I'm ready. The, the, the last one before... Just tell us one... the emotion you felt, not, the, not what actually happened. Was the motion in? Oh dear me! <laughs> rage. It's rage. Rage. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, no, actually, the emotion was "Oh my god" sort of thing. Okay, yeah. Don't uh, don't spoil it. It was a big spoiler. Um, well, this isn't really a big spoiler. The, the 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 last the last episode before this one brings back Leaper X, the the other Leaper, and <laughs> we're both ready with our headphones. And that 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 that's that that's the only spoiler you're getting. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, there's, there's, there's not a context to it and uh, and uh, it, 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 at the end of that episode is a big reveal that leads into the next episode and is actually a crucial part of the next episode so you know i really recommend you watch these next two episodes because they're, they're really good yeah i can't wait actually the friendly skies the most recent one has the highest imdb rating of all the episodes uh, nice. for whatever that's worth and it says it's about a uh, hijacking on a plane. That's just like yeah. a little blurb. That's not, really, really good. good. Really, really good episode. I'm excited well. to see that one. It'll be like, uh, you know, Die Hard or Liam Neeson, like on a plane. <laughs> might, might be like Passenger. What was that? Passenger 57. I love that movie. Wesley yeah. Snipes. Wesley Snipes film. Yeah. Pa- Passenger 57. Might be like that. Well, I need to catch up. But what, what I've seen, I've enjoyed. I just, I'm just only seeing the first few episodes. So the funny, the funny thing is, I didn't even know this show existed until it already like debuted. I had no idea it was coming. I was like, I saw something with Quantum Leap. I'm like, what? There's a new Quantum Leap? Oh my god! I have to watch this. I, I knew it was coming uh, because um, we we were we were reporting on it uh, sort of like this time last year. Yeah, that's my problem. I got to go to Sci-Fi Pulse more often. And, <laughs> um, we we uh, we posted quite a few 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 things on it on the casting and stuff like that. But like yourself, Jeff, I didn't know it'd come out when it actually came out. Yeah. So, it caught me completely by surprise because I thought it was I thought it was going to be at least another month or two off. But this, let me say this for me again. I'm I'm in the minority. Where I guess this show is working because people might say like, why do I like this and not Picard? Because they're both like old shows, they new, right? This one relies fully on new characters, and I'm not. I'm actually not in love with every single one yet, but they're growing on me. 
But at least the lead one, I do really like. New characters I care about, not old characters, but honoring the old characters in that storyline. Mm-hmm. And that's, for me, that's how you, you continue shows. That's how TNG was originally, right? I mean, yeah. they weren't like, oh, and Bones, you're our crotchety doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was in the first episode briefly as a, like, yeah, an odd note, right? He's not in there all the time, and he's like, yeah, F you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you Picard? I'm a doctor, not a whatever. Yeah, keep, <laughs> you want imagine, me to do? Imagine Doctor McCoy going, ah, a fucking hubris. <laughs> like, ah, those fucking Vulcans. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> anyway, are we supposed to rate this? Is that what we're supposed to do? <laughs> well, should we should we rate the season? You know. So, yes, I'll rate the season so far. What is it out of ten? Yeah, yes. eight, out of ten. Uh, I'll probably give it like an eight point five. I'm right there with you. You know. Hmm. Is growing room in there, and uh, but absolutely those last two episodes, you got you got to sit down and see them. They're really good. All right, I can't wait. Quickly, they're kind of yeah. I want to know more about Leaper X. <laughs> um, so moving on now to uh, Mandalorian, uh, and believe you actually, uh, this is the way. Actually, this is the way. Uh, <laughs> you have actually binge watched. I did. Cause I know it's coming to the show. So this past, like, I think three days, I watched all five so, episodes. You know, we've got to thank Jeff for keeping his eyes open with matchsticks and, you know, and be, being fed intravenously through a drip while he was sort of like... Uh, <laughs> All right. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like the whole season or something. Twelve episodes. <laughs> Whenever you went to sleep, Jeff, you're just like, "This is the way. This is the yes. way. This is the way." <laughs> right. <laughs> So the, the last episode was The Pirate, and uh, it's kind of like a sequel follow-up episode to events that happened in the um, in, in the first episode of this season, because it reintroduces that, that, that pirate character from, from, from that first episode. Mm-hmm. And he Yeah, the, the Moss guy or whatever you want to Yeah, the Moss guy. What what was he called? Something. <laughs> Captain Swamp Thing. Captain yeah, Swamp Thing, thing. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're gonna call him. Captain Swamp Thing. As uh, basically um, taken over Navarro, um, basically bombed it, and uh, Grief Carga has actually evacuated the people of Navarro and sent out a message to his rebel uh, captain friend, who goes to Coruscant and uh, and and asks them to authorize a mission for him to go and go and help help the people on Navarro. Um, and basically, gets it turned. He gets turned down on a mission, so he goes to the uh, Mandalorian covert and um, and asks Dinjarin to uh, to and aid. And um, and that's basically a storyline, story outline for the episode. Yep. And they kick some ass. Yep. They, they kick some ass, and there's lots of lots of um, lots of things happening. Um, the, there's been lots of things happening over the season, like. Uh, we we see um, some payoff from from Bo-Katan, um having seen the Mythosaur when she saved Mando's when she saved Mando's life from the um, from, from planet Mandalore, you know, underneath the the waters underneath the mines, sort of thing. Um, there's there's all sorts of there's all sorts of payoffs that are leading to to uh, more stuff, and um, we learn also major spoiler coming up, but we we've all seen the episode, so. It, you know, but we learn also that um, Moff Gideon has escaped, which isn't surprising, right? So, yeah, you, you know, you, you couldn't have a thing like that not escape. And the emperor or former Empire uh, communications officer, whatever she was, played by Katie O'Brien from Anya Kane. Yeah, she she made another appearance. So, <laughs> so I'm glad to see the actress. We talked about her last time because I worked with her before. Oh, before you did? Went, yep. Before she went out to L.A., she where'd you work show. with her on? A short film, 
a friend of mine uh she's from evansville your area no she's from indianapolis a little further north oh that's cool she used to be a police officer actually so i didn't uh she i saw saw her in uh quantum mania yeah i just watched that which is interesting i didn't realize until i looked up it was her but she's so different looks so different in that Mm. yeah she also uh she also had a guest appearance in the uh in the rookie last year um, oh, yeah. plays, uh, which creed oh, you mean she had a guest guest appearance in the rookie, rookie oh the rookie. rookie i thought you said rocky the rookie i got you yeah. the, the nathan fillion show yeah. and she, she played um she basically played a rookie police officer that was that was working under uh oh. one, one of the and, things and um she 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 had to leave due to post-traumatic stress syndrome and, she and in real life she used to be police you said marks yep. Yep. yep when i knew her she was a police officer yeah yeah so uh it's cool to see her because she was also on Z Nation as a, as a major character for like a season or something or two. So and do you think, so I'm, I mean, from what we've seen so far, I'm assuming she's up to no good. She's trying to really mess things up. Oh yeah. I imagine she must be Definitely. working for Moff Gideon. Yeah. Unless we're going to get some Admiral Thrawn. Or is it? Now is that yeah. supposed to be in this or not until Ahsoka? I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be in this. I mean, I, I actually thought it was going to be Admiral Thrawn when, when, when we had that scene with the shuttle at the end. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, it's Moff Gideon sort of thing. Yeah, but, it may, it may know, not be. Maybe, maybe Thrawn's manipulating Moff Gideon. Maybe maybe Thrawn's kind of like the puppet master. Could be. Star Wars is that all the time, right? There's always <clears throat> puppet masters. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They, they've, they've linked these shows pretty tight together. I mean, so much that The Mandalorian took over for a couple episodes of Boba yeah, Fett. <laughs> yeah, that was such that a was, weird, weird thing. Super strange. <laughs> That, that, that's super strange but those also happen to be the best episodes of book of Boba Fett. Yeah, which is not that's not good though that's not good <laughs> <laughs> not good it's like if you're reading captain america and spider-man pops and go oh these are the two good issues of the whole series <laughs> is spider-man <laughs> <laughs> who cares about cap <laughs> um but yeah this i mean this episode i think was really action-packed it was a lot of fun seeing the mandalorians kicking butt and, um, and captain captain swamp thing yeah, he actually. I like the whoever act, the actor is. The voice was really cool. I thought he was. He felt like yeah. a, he someone, felt like a pirate. Someone know? actor from Sweet Tooth, right? Is it yeah. really same guy? Yeah. Which guy from Sweet Tooth? I love Sweet. The Tooth. guy who protects the kid. Oh, it's that guy. I'm pretty sure. I want to look it up, make sure I'm not getting it wrong. But because my problem is now, I don't know what the actual captain's name is when I'm looking at the credit list. I just we're just calling him Swamp Thing. <laughs> Captain Swamp Thing. I think that's. Yeah, why don't they have him listed as Swamp Thing? <laughs> That's a better. Well, name. whatever, whatever. We'll figure. That's if that's him. That's awesome. I think he's great on. That is is Gorian Shard. Gorian Shard is the actual character's name. Yeah, that's character's name. Gorian Shard. Oh, Nanzo Anonzi. Anonzi. That's the guy. Yeah. That's him. That is the. Yep. That's. He was that's really him. good in. I think Zoo. I think that was the show I saw him first in. Before that, it was a good show. Oh, supposedly Dave Filoni was in this episode as Trapper Wolf. What? I don't know what that. I don't. Is know. that that's that one? Is that that one annoying alien pirate guy? No, he's one of the. Um, he's one of the X-wing pilots. Oh, is it the one that went to get help and stuff we've seen before. Um, or no? no, it's not. It's not the main X-wing pilot that's actually in the episode. I think. I think you just you just see him standing by the bar. Oh. Oh, actually, we get we, well, another big thing is if you watch the Rebels cartoon, right? That's one of the characters makes an appearance, first live action appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one alien that the X Wing fighter was talking to at the bar or wherever they were at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Well, really- I really liked, um, and we've seen him in other seasons, but uh, Captain Tiva, who's the X Wing guy yeah. who, who was going to help. 
By the way, I didn't realize this until because I hadn't seen the show at that point. But Paul Sung Yung Lee, that's the actor's name. He's amazing because he's in a show, was in a show called Kim's Convenience. And he plays a, an immigrant from Korea who runs a grocery store. But his he, he has a, nails a Korean accent in that. And here, obviously, he sounds completely like American style, right? Like, dude, he's really talented. Like, it's completely different roles. Yeah. Uh, but I like him. He's a cool guy. And I also like that he was the uh, the Katie O'Brien character. Like, he was, you know, he was not trusting her at all, as he should not. No. Because yeah, all the other New good. Republic, unfortunately, the New Republic administrators are kind of coming across as total dumbasses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because they're all distrusting her and like, oh, you're great. You're wonderful. Yeah, we're seeing how it ends up falling apart over time. So, mm. I, you know, I got the episode a few few weeks back where 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 uh, Katie O'Brien's character uh, was was um, sort of like manipulating uh, Doctor Pershing. Oh yeah, yeah and, and then you know leads him down the garden path and then just grasses him up at the end. <laughs> that was interesting, but I honestly think it might have been my least favorite one because I felt as like they did one of those things where the, virtually the entire episode had nothing to do with the Mandalorian. Like it was all them. Not right? yet. Well, that's the thing. I was like, well, if you do this, I'm assuming this is going to become a big part of the story later. Otherwise, don't do it. So now we did see her again so i'm assuring she's gonna keep coming in it right but is that scientist gonna be in it because it'd be better if not like why are you doing it well, um, didn't, you, didn't you kill him didn't you turn the uh, thing we in? don't know what happened to him i'm assuming definitely got that, scrambled a bit that's another thing though i do not believe at all that the guy just walks out of the room and says oh yeah we don't need to monitor this just leave let's leave this former imperial in there she can do whatever she wants no way <laughs> no fucking way it's so trustworthy it just like we're good guys. Yeah. Also, also the fact that they don't even <laughs> question him. They're like, oh, your other Imperial officer, she told us what happened. And we're just going to 100% believe her. We don't need to hear from you. Just get into this brain machine. <laughs> like what? Like that. That's just not, I'm not buying that writing at all. <laughs> but outside of that, I think it's been a pretty good season. Yeah. I don't know as, as good yet. I'll have to see the whole thing. It, it isn't. Yeah, it hasn't been as, I don't know what it is. It hasn't quite captured me as strongly as the first two seasons. I, I think it's because it's not as reliant on, 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 on the child. They've now told the story of the that's, child. And that's, story. That's, that's what I was going to say. Actually, what I don't like as much about the season, the first couple episodes were, but I don't, I don't think it's as much about relationship between Mando and Grogu. Yeah. Grogu is almost like just that he's just there in the, to look cute in the background. And that's why I think I'm not, I think they, they need, that's important. That's the heart of the whole show. They have to keep that doing that, even kind while of, you're doing other things. Kind of wonder if whenever he left, they were planning on keeping him gone, but they realized, oh no, we got to bring him back. He's too popular. <laughs> and I, mean, I, lo- I love that, that choice though. He makes in, in Boba Fett to come yeah. back to Mando. Like that really touched my heart, mm-hmm. but you got to have, you got to have some storyline for them still going on those two. Well, maybe yeah, think, the doctor tried to, they tried to address it a little bit in this last episode when, when when Dinjarin was actually you know get getting him to train with with the with the other Mandalorians, um, yeah, so, I don't know if Grogu uh, really wants that, but I don't fe- think, I, know, it feels like he left one cult to go to another in a way, yeah. the Jedi to go to the Mandalorians, and and that's kind that's kind of what 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 we're getting in the flashbacks as well. You know, when he was in the um, in the armorers, you know, watching to make that armor for him. And he was having those flashbacks to, to, to the Jedi Temple. That was interesting. That one guy was cool. Yeah, saved Jedi. by Jar Jar. Yeah. What? That's the actor who played Jar Jar Binks. No way. Yep. The, the guy who saved him. Yep. That's that's amazing. I had no idea. He he's really badass in this, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Because I, I was so pissed off that people like gave him such oh, a hard time. I know. It's terrible. That's great. Because he's for some reason he's like the only but the only Jedi who's really competent in this scene. <laughs> you know, right? I feel like the Jedi should be taking these guys out easier. But. Right. They're just clone troopers. Why, why are they so hard to fight? 
Like it can't be harder than droids, surely. Right. But he was cool. They're not as susceptible to Jedi mind tricks as uh, as as normal. But, no, but they should just lightsaber wise, they should be able to most yeah. of them. Force pushes <laughs> and lightsaber them. I mean, come on. yeah, like he was doing. He was doing all the stuff. You can't do cool. mind stuff on droids either, and they can, they can wipe out droid armies. Yeah, maybe these were maybe these were the really bad Jedi's that protect. Like you'll protect your younglings. <laughs> we got the bad ones to protect. <laughs> yeah, it's like. They do janitor duty and and watch the onionlings. <laughs> Everything be fine. Yeah. You don't need a fight. <laughs> I, I want them to, on a completely different note. I want them to bring Mace Windu back. At first, uh, I was when I saw him, I was like, "Is this supposed to be a young Mace Windu?" But I was like, "Oh no, that's the wrong timeline. He's way dead at this point. <laughs> he would be way and way older." A clone. <laughs> We, we didn't see Mace Windu die, so they've got to bring That's him. That's true. Yes, I mean, as he flew out the window, he could have landed on a speeder. And, yeah, they do it all the time. And been in hiding. They could yeah, totally do that. You could see him. I want him to come back, though, and have a scar and, like, an eye patch. And we go, like, I'm putting together a team. <laughs> oh, like he's Nick Fury? <laughs> Yeah, he's like I'm calling it the Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers. I need a Mandalorian, a, a little little Grogu alien guy, and uh, we're gonna get the Osaka Osaka who over here. Man, I'm terrible with these names right now. We just grab all these random people. It'll be great. A team. We'll call them the Avengers or the A team. And if you have a problem and no one else can help, you call us. I love it when a plan comes together. Yes, that's the guy because it's the same. Uh, one thing also though is uh, if I never see another blacksmith scene, I'll be very happy. Like, oh, dude, I'm just so I'm so sick of these scenes of her just pounding things. Like, please stop, please just. I don't need to see it. Like, yeah. And why is she? Why is the forge always have to be subterranean? Blacksmiths in the real days were not underground. They were like. They had stalls. You well, know, they, they have to hide, so that's why. Maybe that, maybe the new one won't be. Okay, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, I know it can't be good for your lungs, and you're just breathing that smoke. You have the helmets on. And you have a helmet on. Good. I do like though. Whenever Katie Sackup takes her helmet off, her hair is perfectly coiffed. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and you know she, she'd been doing all that those action scenes and stuff like that, and she takes her head helmet off at the end, and she's not sweating. No, that's how you can become Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I, I I like her character though. I'm glad she's in it more this season. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they you know that they used her because she was great in the uh, in the Clone Wars and and Rebels and and the, 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 I really the, need to catch up Clone Wars and Rebels. I haven't, I'm real behind on the animated stuff. But the but I, I'm I'm just re- I'm just glad that she got to continue the character on from Clone Wars. Um, I forgot that's where yeah she was in that I forgot yeah that character because uh, the 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 act the act the actor that plays Ahsoka Tanu in 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 Clone Wars is different to uh, Rosario Dawson Rosario Dawson who plays in 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 the series and you know I am a fan of Rosario Dawson I think Rosario Dawson is really cool yeah I think she did a good, good job as Ahsoka yeah you yeah. know I've had I've had a major crush on her since seen her in Sin City <laughs> oh ah, I see yeah. You're thinking sinful thoughts. Well, you know, it doesn't take much for me to go there. <laughs> okay. The sin side of the force. <laughs> right. And I went to the sin side of the force. Oh, oh anyway. wait, wait, what are there only eight episodes this season, Amanda? Yes, there are. So, yeah. Oh, we're over halfway there. Jeez. Yeah, so you know, Ghost, you're right. They need go so fast. They need more episodes. It's kind of silly. If if you can't get I don't know, even twelve isn't that much, but if, I don't know. Twelve I feel like is a minimum I want usually. I think so too. It's a good show. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, I think I think twelve episodes would be better than eight episodes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I can understand that when you do twenty-two. You, you, that's a lot. You, you give up some quality sometimes in the 
writing and the production stuff. I, I, I miss really that, man. Like, I feel I part of the issue is they they're so focused on the visual look and they look amazing, like I said, but they spend so much money on it. Like, I think that's part of the problem and it takes so much time. They, they can't do more that many episodes like they used to do back in the day. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I kind of, I missed the days of, there were still really cool sci-fi shows like Star Trek, for example, how they actually used to do 24 to 26 episodes of yeah. mm -hmm. PS9 and they look great. So like, I actually would be fine with giving up some visual quality for still a good story. And yeah, more I, think, episodes. I think the original series of Star Trek, they, they went up to about 29 episodes season oh, did it really yeah i think i think in one of one of their seasons was about 29 episodes. i think one was shorter though right i think one of the seasons yeah i mean i think they did what 79 overall that's a lot for three yeah that's a lot for three seasons well, it's uh, but it's amazing to think that the, the you know the seasons back in the sixties uh, way longer mm. but, yeah um, i'm not totally dig digging that trend this trend towards shorter no it works for certain stories, but yes, it does. These kind of like Strange New Worlds, Mandalorian. I could, I would like to see more, mm -hmm. particularly if we're not only going to get it every two years, which is another huge problem I have. I don't, I don't think that's. No. I don't well, I like that at least everybody but Netflix in general doesn't drop everything at once, and I think that's the best. I mean, you got to space it out a little bit because otherwise you binge it and you don't remember half of the stuff, and then and then over <laughs> years gone by until you see the next season and you're like, what was what did I see last time? I don't remember. Right, which is why. <laughs> I know we're not going to talk about today, but when we talk about Shadow and Bone, it's been two years. And that was my thing. I was like, what the hell is happening? Like, I mean, I remember the main characters, but like, who are all these other people? And like, yeah, it's tough. Uh, you space it out. It's easy to remember. And it makes more water cooling moments where we can talk about it. Right. You know? And, uh, and speculate and stuff. That's half the fun, I think. Okay, oh, so yeah. out of 10 marks Mandalorian this season, um, may maybe make it on the last episode. I think like a, a nine say nine 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 or nine point five nine point two five i'm an eight five eight point five okay. for this uh, the, the for episode five you mean the most recent episode um or the season you're doing for, for the season i'm an eight point five so far for the last episode i'd say i'm about a nine okay yeah last episode i probably agree with a nine the season i'll go eight point two five enjoy enjoy enjoyable what is it eight point two five three oh okay <laughs> wow you're getting really specific yeah i mean no, i'm enjoying it but again not so far not quite up to the other ones but we'll see by the time it ends you know yeah, yeah i mean I i'm with you jeff is and i want to see more of the relationship between you know dinjarin and grogu because we've been missing that this season and um, i think one of the great things about mando is it's it's all like it's a it's a portrayal of positive masculinity you know the, you know the way he's taking care of grogu and and that yeah no it's very touching and Gro I mean, Grogu, how can you not? I mean, Grogu still, he's still so crazy cute every time he's on screen. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't, you know, also, I don't think there's enough uh, portrayals of positive masculinity on TV mm. of late. So, we'll wait until he gets his awkward teen phase and he gets zits and just it's always like, Meh. come on. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're not my daddy. <laughs> God, my I, I'm daddy. gonna move you to. I'm gonna move you to your grandpapa's house. And your grandpapa, you know, he hates green things with pointy ears. He's called Doctor McCoy. Like, I saw you without your mask on, helmet on once. You're not my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Because if he, if he always kept his mask on, maybe he wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out how how Grogu is going to get the mask on. I don't know. We got weird. Make, I, I make always, like whole slits for the ears. No, I want the helmet to have, have like both, both <laughs> the horns. Well, I see the, the thing she made for him that that circular disc. That's way too big for him. Like it looks like ridiculous. Like he would fall over. Like I feel like. I mean, the chainmail was okay. I guess even though that's actually really really freaking heavy. Unless best star is this light. I'm so lighter. Yeah. 
but I, I've actually felt real chainmail one time. And like when I was in England, you know, like I think I was in um, the Bannockburn, which was one of the things with William it's Wallace. Heavy. I didn't, I actually, well, I was afraid to try it on. I felt I was going to, cause I just lifting it. I felt like I was going to collapse if I put it on or something. I can't believe like people wore this all the time back in the day. Yeah. It's it? really heavy in it. And that was just the chainmail, not even the actual armor over that. Yeah, I know. It's really heavy. I hope so. I'm assuming the best car is futuristic lighter, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now I thought so. I thought he stole his armor from Lord of the Rings. To be honest, I thought he just I thought he'd been going through Frodo's things and nicked the armor. Who uh, Grogu? Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be a good house for him. The Hobbits. That'd be a good size for Grogu. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he's gonna get a rain, and it'll be like and his first word will be precious. <laughs> oh no, no, Grogu can't be corrupted. And yeah, I, I think we should have the Grogu and Lord of the Rings crossover. It'll probably turn evil. It sounds like a villain name. Emperor Grogu. No, yeah. he can never be evil. They, they, no, they, no, no. They did hint that he could be dark side when 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 he tried to choke out uh Cara Dune. Yeah. What he tried to choke Kara? That was a long time ago, yeah. He tried to choke Kara. Was she fighting against the Mando? I think she was having an argument with Mando and then they became buddies. Yeah. I'm still pissed that she's not in it, but that's a whole different thing I won't get into. Yeah, so we, yeah, that's just firing at because their politics don't align with um, everyone yeah, else. Yeah. No, stupid. Anyway, yeah. but yes, Mandalorian's going good. <laughs> Mandalorian's going good, folks. And Grogu's uh, still cute. Yes. And I think for this episode, that's about it. Isn't it? We're yeah, done. Yeah, we covered we a lot. We talked a lot. We covered a lot. We covered a lot of Star Trek and we keep going back to Star Trek and we're crossing over shows. I, I think we should do a special at some point. And, and come up with the most bizarre crossovers we, we can think of. Of yeah. shows? Well, they're doing yeah. Strange New Worlds and Lower Decks. So that's going to be kind of weird. That is kind of strange. Yeah. Prodigy and um, Prodigy and Doogie Howser. That would be weird. Well, how about, well, you could do the new the new version, Doogie Kamala Hala. Yeah, I've just started watching the old version again on on on, uh, on Disney. Um, and you could you could take Quantum Leap and combine it with anything, because he could leap into any of these characters in the other yeah. shows. That, dude, yeah. that's, a, that's a great, they could do a crossover, seriously, Quantum Leap and anything. Mm-hmm. Quantum Leap and Doctor Who. Can you imagine that? <laughs> wow, that's crazy because he's already a, a Time Lord, right? So, <laughs> yep, there'd be some good crossover possibilities there. Okay, well, um, I'd like to thank uh, thank both uh, Matt um, and Jeff for taking part in this show. Um, thank, thanks for coming on. It's been great having you, and um, hopefully, we can do this again soon. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. And if I just one last time, check out Super Geeked Up on YouTube, please. And you can watch some geeky content like improv shows. Thank you.